What's going on, guys? Welcome to August's episode of Plus Club, the show where we play the games offered on PlayStation Plus throughout the month, and at the end of the month, we talk about it like a book club. My name's Seth, and joining me today is Chevy. Chevy, how you doing? And are you excited to talk about PGA Tour, 2K23, Death Store, and Dreams, the games we played in August? <clears throat> doing all right. Um, I don't know if excited is the right word, but I'm here to talk about them. All right. Well, you played all three games. Mm-hmm. And I played all three games. I'm excited to talk about these because this is kind of a rare month where we get little bite-sized games. A lot of times we'll get like these big, huge games um, that uh, you know I can't devote the whole month trying to beat all three of them, but we do what we can. This month, though, uh, we got you know Dreams, which is we'll talk about it, but like you know it's, it is what you want out of it basically. And Death Store is a you know, action game, and one's golf, so. Um, it's kind of refreshing to be able to talk about those things. Uh, but before we talk about those games, um, we don't know what the games for September are yet, but there is a leak apparently from a leaker who has gotten things right before saying that one of the three games we're getting September is saints row. And that's the new saints row that came out that, uh, I forgot existed honestly. And I bought it originally. So, um, that there's a good chance this could be fake. There's a good chance this guy's got a reputation, though, um, that this could be one of the games in September. Uh, so, you know, with as little information as we have, possibly not uh, accurate. Maybe it is accurate. What do you think about possibly playing uh, Saints Row? Uh, well, I wasn't going to play it otherwise, so. So no interest. Not really. Okay. Um, I played this. I can't talk about it just in case. Uh, this is the game. Uh, I don't know, but, um, I did play the game. I ran into a lot of, uh, bugs, including one where multiplayer did not work correctly. And that was why I bought the game in the first place. So I stopped playing it. So I am interested in seeing first off, uh, where this game has gone since the last time I played it. Hopefully there's no bugs. Hopefully they're minimal if there is any, and hopefully that multiplayer works. And then, um, yeah, it would have been nice to be able to continue playing this game when I bought it because I kind of rolled the dice when I bought it in the first place and uh, didn't really get to figure out if I liked the game or not because I didn't get to play it long enough because I couldn't uh, access features that the game was supposed to have. So this could possibly be a redemption arc or uh, more reason for me to not play the game ever again, but we'll find out once... Uh, you know, we find out if this is one of the three games. But uh, yeah, once we find out, we will let you guys know, unless you guys already know, and then we will talk about it in September. But yeah, um, everything else say? Mm-mm. All right, so let's jump into the games we did play, which were uh, PGA Tour, 2K23, uh, Death Store, and Dreams. Also, let me know in the comments, uh, you know, if you guys think this is real, uh, if you're excited for Saints Row, and what games do you want uh, from PlayStation Plus in September? Uh, over on Reddit when we have the conversation, a lot of people uh, will tell me they're not happy with the month. I'll ask them what they want. And everybody's got, you know, their specific things that they're, you know, hoping for when it comes to PlayStation Plus. And so it's always interesting to hear that. Um, okay, so let's jump into the games we played. And uh, let's start with, uh, uh, it's an easy one, PGA Tour 2K23. If you didn't get a chance to play PGA Tour 2k 23 it's a golf game where you take a metal stick you hit a white ball really far until it gets close to a hole and then yeah tap it into the hole eventually this one um (laughs) it's a very simplistic way to describe golf um this game offers a career mode 
uh, character creator, um, a casual online mode, and a ranked uh, mode where you can play against other people. It has a 2v2 mode that I didn't get to try out, but sounded kind of interesting. Um, sadly, it didn't have a verse bot mode, otherwise we mm-hmm. might have tried it. But we did try out the multiplayer. We'll talk about that. We did run to an issue, so that will also be something worth talking about. Although that could have been either the game or PSN. We'll talk about it. And yeah, you can also just play golf. You don't have to commit yourself to a um, career campaign. And yeah, we both played it. And let's jump into your impressions of PGA Tour 2K23 in August. Okay. Well, um, first things first, in typical sports game fashion, there were um, a million prompts to get through before I could actually get to the game. So, uh, that's one thing I don't enjoy about sports games is that, and I know they're trying to sell, you know, stuff, but it kind of reminds me of like, you know, playing not the last Forza, but the Forza before that, where like middle, like in between races or whatever, a screen will pop up and be like, you don't have this add on. You should buy this. You don't have Xbox live. You should buy this. Um, that happened when you invited me to a game since the game started up. Before I could even interact with the menus, uh, thing had popped up and told me there's stuff to buy. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Get, every time get out I went here. back to the main menu, there was a new one. So um, I don't like that. I wish they could find a better way to do that other than just completely taking over the game. But uh, I suppose I was forced to pay attention to it. So uh, it served its purpose in that regard. But I am not um, the demographic, anyways for for buying a bunch of add-ons for sports games but i also uh can't imagine the the main demo uh would want to have their gameplay interrupted to be reminded they don't own part of the game because i'm sure they're keeping track of it anyways it's probably much people don't care either so yeah well yeah i'm sure there's a large contingent of uh you know casual i only play sports games people who who probably don't even pay it any mind so um That being said, once you get in, uh, the game has all the stuff I kind of expected for a sports game and, you know, in a good way, uh, you know, be, be able to make a character, be able to have career mode, online, offline modes. Um, I do believe this has same console co-op. I don't know. Uh, I didn't really look into it, but uh, when I was looking at multiplayer modes, I think I saw that. I could be wrong. Don't hold me to that one. Uh, and then it does have, like you had mentioned uh, a variety of, of multiplayer modes online, which I was happy to see because we have played sports games in the past where um, there wasn't really like good ways to just play with your friends outside of like uh, just straight up, you know, going online and doing like versus stuff. So, um, so I was glad to see that mean you could just like have a private room and play. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, the controls are pretty much what I remember, except for uh, the push instead of pull the joystick for swinging. Um, I didn't quite grasp. Uh, I felt like they're trying to make it more involved than it really needed to be for what you're doing. Um, but, you know, I could have just been missing something there. I definitely preferred using the joystick to pull back and then flick stick forward to shoot uh though i learned real quick that if i don't turn my hand a certain way i will shoot to the left so um i had to adjust pretty uh to even get any consistency in my shooting um yeah i did three or four games two offline three three offline and then one 
online with uh, with you. Um, <clears throat> courses are, are different and varied, which is nice. Uh, some of the greens really annoy the crap out of me, but that's you know the way these games work, where there's multiple different like hills and stuff like that, so it's really hard for your ball to sit still once it lands. Um, you know, which is part of it, obviously. Um, the courses are rated, so you can see which ones people like, which I appreciate as well. Um, you know, it does have uh, the character creator, like I mentioned earlier, though it is kind of basic, though they do have a clothing store, which is kind of cool that you can go through, earn money, and buy new outfits and stuff. And it seems like they add more um, as it goes, which is a nice thing. Uh, but I didn't feel like there were a lot of options to, like make a character. Uh, so I would say in future iterations, maybe improve upon that a little bit. And on that note, you guys are seeing gameplay right now. It's either going to be gameplay of like my first couple uh, rounds because uh, for some reason, the footage that I got on my PS5 wasn't there when I went to put it on my uh, flash sticks. So you're seeing early footage of when I first played the game, but also the other footage I had that didn't disappear was character creator. So you guys are seeing that at some point in this video, um, just kind of explaining why that's even there because I was like, Oh shit, we got to shoot this now. And the footage I wanted to use doesn't exist. So I got to use uh, me doing horrible in the footage and uh, my goofy character that I hope you guys can appreciate. Um, but yeah, I agree. The, uh, the character creator was more robust than I expected, honestly, but not the best thing ever either yeah um well and then they also let you buy like golf clubs and different balls and stuff like that you also get to make a very uh very basic caddy mm-hmm. um yeah I mean, outside of that it, it is pretty much what it is it's it's golf and in that regard um i think it does exactly what it needs to do to the point where i was having a good enough time with it um i could sit down and play it uh, I would probably opt to see if there were other golf games, maybe on either console or PC. It doesn't really matter to me. I would play with the controller either way, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know how you would play on mouse and keyboard. I don't know either. I'm sure uh probably have to like move the mouse, you know, instead Oof. of the joystick, but... Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate it. It just has a lot of the things I don't like about sports games in general, like you know, to reiterate the, the pop-up ads and stuff like that. I hate that. Um, and that's not even necessarily because of the sports game as much as like, I just don't like pop-ups interrupting whatever I'm doing. Um, yeah, I think the only thing really I've left to, to add is the, um, the graphics were not as good as they're, I was expecting they're not good. for a modern day, uh, sports game. Cause usually that's kind of like, one of the big reasons you play a sports game is like, you know, they they try to make it a little more on the realistic side. And this has some very basic looking characters. And then um, the course itself is fine, but the uh, surrounding area around the course is really bad. Looks like uh, low end last gen. Yeah. And I know this isn't like super important, but yeah. you know, you're not doing a whole lot here. You could, uh, try to make the experience a little more immersive especially so. when you're playing multiplayer and you're waiting for the other person to take the shot and you really get to sit there and take in the views they're not they're not great uh and on that note we played multiplayer this does default to the thing in a prior golf game we have reviewed on uh, plus club where everyone plays at the same time which 
is really bizarre. It makes sense to me, but it's it's not what I prefer because mm-hmm. when I play a golf game, I like the idea of like taking time to take the shot, relaxing, you know, uh, having a more casual social experience. Mm-hmm. And in this game, and I think the other one, which might have been another PGA, I don't remember, um, it has this mode where like you're just shooting while the other guy's shooting at the same time, and you're not really seeing each other's characters or anything. Like, and then if you finish shooting, this game does it, and the last game we played did it. Uh, if you finish before the other person, it just makes you stare in one direction you can't control the camera you can't spectate and on my screen it was slowly just kind of panning off away from the hole just into nothingness and i was like you could you couldn't like give me something to look at or at least like let me with r1l1 like change points of views on the like this feels so vacant in terms of like features that yeah and i get why they probably do it it's it's like this it's more streamlined uh um a whole, you know, 18 uh, whole course will go faster if everyone's shooting at the same time as opposed to waiting on each other. But I feel like if you're trying to play that way, you're trying to get that going fast. I don't even know why you're playing a golf game in the first place because golf is about like someone takes their shot and you kind of sit there and watch them and then you take your shot and you take the turns and uh, that default mode, it just feels chaotic where we're just throw- shooting their balls at the same time. And you, while you're shooting yours, you'll see someone else's ball go flying off. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that's so I get it, but I, it's not my preference. Luckily, you looked into the options. You were able to find where it does let you do take turns and you get to see the character yeah. models then. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, there is, uh, you know, what we're looking for in the game. You just have to go find it. So that was interesting. Also, another thing worth mentioning is uh, we got to about hole nine or ten and uh, I got disconnected. I couldn't reconnect. Uh I had to reconnect my game to the internet because it's like, you're not connected to the servers. I'm like, okay. And then, um, he tried to reinvite me and I couldn't get in. So we didn't continue after that. Cause I didn't want to restart. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was a game though. Could have been, could have been the game. Could have been PSN was on our internet. So it was working just fine. So, um, that was annoying, but not something I'll dock the game for because that, that could just be, a server issue we could have played on the one day there's like some mm. weird server issue so that stuff too because i couldn't yeah. use the voice chat in playstation anymore either so yeah so something happened i don't think it was probably the game's fault so i won't be docking it for that but if i played the game more um and that kept happening we could maybe have that conversation but uh, that was the only, the only time i saw it uh, so yeah, anyway, with all that said you're good on your impressions mm-hmm. um this game is fine um I think a golf game should just be fine. And if it's better than fine, great. But for the most part, I want to hit a ball. I want to uh, try and drive it as far as I can. And then, you know, put it into the hole. This game does that. Um, the environments don't look good at all, which uh, isn't a big deal, but it is a lot of just sitting around looking at stuff. And it would have been nice if uh, the environments looked nicer, but not a big deal. Character models are okay looking. Uh, character customization is fine. It's more than I expected, uh, but not great. It is cool. You can buy new clothes. It's cool. You can kind of customize your caddy. Um, you can buy new, you know, um, golf clubs, stuff like that. So there's stuff to work towards. I played the career mode for a little bit and uh, got my ass fucking handed to me by the uh, uh, computer. Um, it was a tournament, so everybody... You don't watch them actually play. You just play, and at the end, it's like, these guys did better than you. I'm like, okay, I'll take your word for it because I'm not great <laughs> at this game. Um, 
And on that note, um, this game has a system when you when you're uh, hitting the ball that you have to pull back on the right analog stick and then flick it forward. If you do it too fast, it gets pissed off. If you do too slow, it gets pissed off. Um, so there is a kind of a cadence you're trying to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of put my thumb on it and do it. And from there, I, I'll watch. It has a thing where it shows the way you're swinging and mine's all over the fucking place. Uh, even sometimes when I pull to the right, so it'd be like, you went to the left. I'm like, okay, if you say so. But I found that if I put my thumb on the back of the analog, um, it's a PS5, so it's got you know the outside rim and then the inside area, um, and just barely touch it, and pull it back and then flick that part up, I did a lot better. So there's kind of a learning curve there, although, um, or a skill curve. I've played games like that before. Just this one I was having a lot of trouble with. Um, but also because I, I just didn't like the way it felt, I didn't feel inclined to try and get better at it. I mean, for a while there, I was like, hey, fuck it. I was just like, shoot. Yeah, instead um, of holding it like, you know, this, I had to hold with this hand, like crooked like this, and then make this motion. Oh, weird. Because I use my knuckle for the joystick anyways. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, I try <laughs> I almost thought, I almost thought about doing this but I was like that'd be cheating. Um I was like I need to find like a like a fork or something or something that I could just put down like straight and just flick through that, but I was like that'd be cheating. The whole point of the game is if you can get an accurate shot. So, but I I did not like the way this one felt. It also has another mode where you can just press uh inputs to to shoot and um, that was worse because I felt like I was like hacking the Gibson. Um, you have to do one phase on like where you're hitting the ball. The next phase, you got to hit something else to like how hard you're hitting the ball. And then the next one is like accuracy or something like that. There's like three different things you got to do. And then it, it felt worse. So I went back to just flicking the stick. So not a big deal, but not, not, I don't even feel like I have an issue with that kind of thing in games typically, but this one, I, I was just having issue after issue. So it's the first time doing it on a PS5 controller though maybe i don't know i don't remember i I feel like we played the last one on ps5 as well but i don't remember it's it's just it was not that fun for me in that regard but um but the golfing physics seem good um it seems a bit minimal and how you can shoot there's not a whole lot of uh there might be ones that i know about you told me about pressing square when you're putting that i had no idea about and i played the the career so i feel like i should have known about that um but uh yeah you press triangle it'll, like zoom into your bowl and mm-hmm. there's another one where like it'll raise the camera up higher than your character to kind of see ahead um i've played other golf games where you can get like a top down view this one didn't have that maybe it's supposed to be like a sim but zooming out on your ball isn't very sim like so i don't know um yeah so the overall golfing aspect which is the gameplay is fine um nothing amazing nothing bad at all um, not my preference on how you shoot, but, uh, that's the way they decided to do it. And, uh, I just didn't want to spend the time getting good at that, but, uh, yeah, played career, played through a whole thing of that, uh, whole tournament. And, uh, that was fun enough, even though I do feel like I need to put the shot on easy or something because the NPCs were really, uh, just stomping me. We played multiplayer, um, that seemed more fun, more my speed, because it was a lot more casual and chill, um, even though we got the disconnect, which kind of sucks. And then I played a couple, um, what is this, like free? Free play, yeah. Free play, yeah, did a little bit of that. Um, and yeah, didn't get to try the 2v2 mode online. I feel like that could be fun, but I'm also not good at the game, so 
I'm sure people who play this game online are probably really good. So probably did myself a favor. Um, all in all, though, the game is about what I expected. Um, I was hoping to be surprised by maybe in some way something and be like, oh, this is really cool. I didn't get that out of it, but there's nothing bad about it either. My only complaint is the advertisements, which isn't that big of a deal. It's annoying, but it's not a big deal. If you're hearing anything in the background, we're uh, currently having a storm and there's thunder, which is really weird. Um, so yeah, that's what that is. It's not anyone's stomach or anything. Um, yeah, the ads are annoying. And then uh, I was really, really kind of blown away by how bad the environments looked, which isn't a big deal. It's all about, you know, how, how the physics and the ball and everything works. And that was fine. Um, a lot of the putting areas. What's that called? The green. The green, yeah. Um, a lot of very subtle little hills that will just take your ball on a goddamn journey. Uh, and so the physics work good. So I'll give them that. Um, but overall, game's fine. And uh, yeah, that's fine. Jumping recommendations. Uh, if you're into golf, play it. If you like the PGA series, I don't know if this is a good one, but as a, a novice to the series, I would recommend you try it. Um, I don't even know who else makes a golf game on console. I think it is just 2K, but could be I wrong. Know. I don't know. Um, there's a couple like indie golf games on, uh, on uh, well, I think there's one on PlayStation as well, but Steam has golf games. Sure. So I'm just like out of the loop. I don't know. Um, so yeah, if you're into golf, if you're into the PGA series, um, even if you're loosely into like uh, the idea of just like, putt putt golf or something like that you might like this it's obviously a little different because you gotta drive it across the whole course to get to that area but uh maybe you'll like it um i mean it's golf i if you're not into golf at all this isn't going to change your mind although i know a lot of people a lot of people who never talk about golf or sports ever but when a golf game comes out they're like oh i like golf games so i could be surprised on who would maybe be interested in playing this? So if you have like a slight curiosity, it's on PlayStation Plus. Download it, check it out, and uh, see if you like it. But yeah, that's my recommendations. Uh, I I don't think there's much to add because it is literally a golf game. So yep. yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it was free. Try it out, see if you like it or not. I suppose, but. Uh, if you just are sure you're not going to like it, I don't know if this is going to change your mind. So, yeah, that's what I think too. Um, jumping to grades, uh, you went first on impressions. So I wasn't really blown away by this. There's not really a whole lot wrong with it, but it didn't have a whole lot of features that got me excited. So I'm going to go with a strong B minus. Um, I almost wanted to give it a C plus because for me it is just kind of passing, but like it's, it's fine. It's just not like amazing. And so my preference of it, I don't think should really take away from it too much. Cause it, it's not like I don't run any technical issues. I never feel like the game was being unfair to me, even though I sucked at, at hitting the ball. Um, I could have, you know, got better, but it's, it's fine, but I can't go above a B minus. Cause I really kind of feel like on a personal level, I want to give it a C plus, but because of the quality and everything, I feel like it's only fair to give it a B minus, so I'm going B minus. I mean, that's pretty much where I was I was feeling too. Um, I think there is definitely room for improvement, uh, specifically in like customization and the uh, 
background on on levels and stuff like that i would also even like to see an even more um you know sim like experience mode that you can maybe do or maybe you actually have to like travel between the 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 course and stuff i mean even when we play is a weird example but when we play gta online doing the golfing was kind of fun because you could like actually do the golf in a more like sim fashion in that regard mm-hmm. not obviously not in like mechanics and stuff like that it's grand theft auto but you know you could go from course to course with either walking or driving or whatever so um you know it's golf it's supposed to be slow paced like and it has the quick mode already in there so for people who don't want that they don't have to do that but um, i just think it'd be neat and i think there's room for other types of modes as well um, i would like to see a more expansive multiplayer mode uh either online with friends or local bot um, support but there's a lot support. of games that need to do that but yeah, bot yeah support. i agree and this game bot i mean the game already has npcs off screen getting points mm-hmm. so um all you gotta do is show us that um yeah i think it'd be cool too if they added like that 2v2 mode you know with just bots or whatever offline or you know casual mode or whatever also be cool to see like um you know anyone who's playing this game is going for like the real golf experience probably doesn't care about this as much but i think it it wouldn't take away from the game if they had some like fun golf modes Mm -hmm. with some more like goofy stuff or just like you know like a party mode or you know even if they had like putt putt golf or whatever it'd be kind of interesting just to kind of change things up a bit because it did feel pretty straightforward on what you do in this game and it's a golf game so of course it's going to be like that but i did feel like uh you know Some i was more like gamey things yeah well because yeah. i saw that tv2 mode i'm like oh that's cool and then we couldn't do it unless we played ranked i'm like eh. so yeah i mean even like putt putt or like uh obstacle courses or whatever sure yeah weird so. weird courses um they had like you know wild stuff i think that'd be cool so yeah um and you know before anyone's like oh well it's a it's a sim that doesn't need to have that there's there's other sports games that are like a legit sports game legit basketball but they don't have like a street ball mode and all sorts of stuff and when i see that i'm typically like oh that's that's cool that they even added that so i would have a similar reaction in this and hope they think about that yeah, it wouldn't detract, so I don't see why you'd even yep. care. Yeah. So you gave it a B minus? Yeah. Okay, so anything else you want to say on that? Mm-mm. All right, that's two B minuses for PGA Tour 2K23. It's fine. Uh, let us know in the comments what you guys think of PGA Tour 2K23. And here's the big question. First off, though, uh, what did you think of it? What were your favorite parts of it? What was the weakest parts of it? And uh, is there any modes that we didn't talk about or we didn't experience that you would recommend us check out? But then here's my big question. What's the best golf game? If you're a golf game fan, uh, what's your favorite one? Any platform. Any platform. And it doesn't have to be a sim. It could be any kind of golf game. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I always find myself enjoying golf games, but this one didn't really grab me. So there's a better one. Let me know. Or is this the pinnacle and I'm just fucked? Let me know. Um, all right. Next game we played this month was, let's go with uh, Death's Door. If uh, you didn't get a chance to play Death's Door, Death's Door is a isometric action game. We play as a Reaper uh, trying to get the souls of giants. I think the story was. I played this early in the month. Uh, you're a bird who runs around with a... A sword and you roll around you get a bow and arrow and you get magic later in the game um it's inspired 
in my opinion, uh, by Dark Souls in a lot of ways. Specifically, uh, as you progress through the map further and further, it gets more and more challenging. There are slight checkpoints. Uh, you plant seeds and they give you health back and then you have to wait for those to recharge. And then you open up shortcuts. So if you have to go back, you can get back to where you were faster as you progress further. It just kind of rewards you for getting further and further along. Also emphasizes big boss battles. Um, I think these are the same people who made Titan Souls, but I could be wrong because it reminds me a lot of that game. Um, and yeah, you uh, you run around, you roll around, you attack things, you try not to die. Um, and yeah, features big bosses to fight. We both played it and I'll jump into my impressions first. Uh, it's weird. I bought this game a while back on an indie sale. Played it a little bit. I mean, a little bit. I was like, yeah, it's an I'll come back to this later. I didn't. I never came back to it. So I was excited to hop back into it on uh, PS5, uh, having an excuse and a motivation for the channel to actually play the game. And I found myself enjoying it. I think the game has a minimal uh, yet interesting art style. It is... Um, um, I can't think of a word that I'm looking for, but um, I like it. I like the way it looks. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um even though it is very minimal. Uh, the game plays really smooth, really fluid. Um, combat is, I like it because you can get killed really quickly, but you can also kill the enemies really quickly. So it's really about reaction time, um, reading your enemy, understanding the tells, um, and fights go very fast. Um, the progression uh, is interesting because as you play, you can... Uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's almost like a currency. As you kill things, you're able to um, upgrade your stuff, like uh, I think dodge distance and uh, attack power, which is what I started uh, increasing because I want to kill things as fast as possible in this game so the fights don't last long, even with bosses. Um, and so that's cool. I'm glad to see this game even, because a lot of these like indie games like this don't really have like hard progression. They're just kind of like, for the experience where you like unlock the bow and arrow and then you get to use that, but there's no like choice in how you progress. So I appreciate this game has that. Um, yeah. So combat's cool, uh, smooth and, um, engaging ourselves. Cool. Progression's cool. Um, it has a good variety of enemy types for the time I played. I only for reference, uh, got to and beat the witch. So if you, if you played the game, I'm not going to go into the details because maybe I don't want to spoil it for you, but uh, that's about as far as I played. So um, take that as you will. Um, but the boss battles are cool. They're imaginative. Their designs are really cool. Um, there's like the giant castle house guy that you fight before that, who I thought was pretty neat. Um, had some pretty interesting tells, some pretty interesting moves. And then the witch I thought was really interesting as well. You know, jumping into her, um, what is that called? like cauldron over the hell um so yeah uh i only got to mess around with the fireball so i don't know what other magic abilities there are in the game but um it's cool it's fine um the bow and arrow is also a lot of fun i, I swear if this is not the same people who made titan souls i'm gonna be well i'll be whatever i'll be fine but um the bow and arrow reminds me a lot of that game because in that game you literally had one arrow you had to shoot it and recall it and then uh if you got hit once you died, which is a lot of fun. This could be a completely different dev. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it kind of feels like that a bit. Um, yeah, exploration is fun as well. There's a lot of little uh, secret things around on the map. Um, 
little paths that are kind of hidden that when you walk down them, it uh, reveals it to you. So definitely things to explore for. Um, a lot of doors and a lot of things you can't interact with at first, but then you have to come back. So it has kind of a Metroidvania feel to it, uh, but not in a heavy way. Because if you follow the channel regularly, you know that neither of us are really big Metroidvania fans. Um, everyone saw a play a game that, that grabs me that has influence by that. But if it's just like straight up trying to be like Metroid or Castlevania um, in terms of uh, exploration, the backtracking element of those kind of games. And an example of a game I do like that has something like that is like the new God of War games. I wouldn't call those Metroidvanias, but they kind of feel like it in terms of like when you get a specific thing, you start noticing all these things you've been noticing. Now you can break them and get through it. Um, so I, I can appreciate it. But uh, if a game's like a hard Metroidvania style game, I'm not a fan typically. So uh, that this dabbles in it and is inspired by it, um, I think it's cool. I think it works really well. Um, what else to really add? The bird. The bird is uh, interesting. He plays a bird, and uh, I, I think it's funny watching like kind of the animations of how you fight. Um, it's an interesting choice, and I don't know much about the story. I didn't pay attention to it a whole lot. I just know you're like a reaper. They call you reaper or whatever, and there's like older ones, and you're stealing souls or taking souls from giants, and I'm sure it progresses into something crazier. Um and yeah, I could see myself playing this more. I mean, I've bought it and I now have it on PS5 um, because I don't know if it's the whole game that's only like three bosses, but I know at the part, once you get past the the house castle boss guy, um, they say there's three people you got to go take out. And I only did one of the three. So um, I assume you do that. I don't know if there's something after that. It's probably like one big boss after that, but I don't know. Um, and I can see myself playing it more because I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I say this with a lot of games, but I would like to see co-op in a game like this. Cause I feel like this game would be a lot of fun with a, with a friend. So, um, overall I enjoyed myself for the most part and I could loosely, if I had time and I don't, I have no time right now, but Spe- specifically for the games that I really want to play, let alone games that I could see myself playing. Um, I could see myself playing this again. So, uh, yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, so, uh, right off the bat, uh, the art style is, uh, pretty good. Uh, the, uh, theme of the game is, uh, fun. I like the, the little Shinigami, you know, birds as well, or sorry, uh, reapers. Um, I like the, uh, kind of like, how do I word this? Uh, Zelda-esque Metroidvania style, like, you know, like you were saying, like get the thing, unlock the, 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 the ability to go somewhere else, uh, you know, unlock shortcuts and stuff like that. Um, I, I don't like it a lot in games, but if it's done right, it, it's fine. I mean, even like Souls it is games, um, you know, have some stuff like that too. So, mm-hmm. um, I do think it can be overdone though. Um, especially if you're forcing me to backtrack a lot, I don't like that, but, um, yeah. I didn't play a whole lot, so I don't know how much backtracking you do, but it, it felt pretty all right when I was playing it. Um, controls are good. It's it's snappy and responsive. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't get like super far uh, because, quite frankly, I just don't find the game um, fun for me. 
Um, I have no actual issues with the game. I just, uh, not really my, my play style. I don't play a lot of games that are kind of designed to be on the, the harder side because I just don't really find it to be like that satisfying. Um, but uh, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I don't think I have a whole lot more to add, to be honest, because uh, it's kind of cut and dry uh, how, how it plays and it's a pretty basic game. Yeah. I think it's one thing I enjoyed about it is uh, the simplicity and like honesty of its gameplay. Like just classic. Move forward, get as far as you can, kill everything. Big boss fights. You got to, yeah. you know, recognize the patterns and then you know, master them and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it, it was fine. So, all right. Short and sweet. Um, shoving recommendations. Sure. Uh, if you're into like old school, you know, uh, over the top style Legend of Zelda games uh, that are a little closer to like a soul style uh, experience when it comes to like difficulty and, and combat and stuff. Um, it's a pretty interesting blend of the two, I'd say. Um, if you like. Uh, how do I word this? Just indie games in general that have like uh, uh, I'm trying to I I don't know where I'm going with this. Just indie games in general, I suppose. Um, yeah, feel free to jump in. So yeah, I mean, if you like isometric games that are fast-paced action games, I would recommend this. If you like games where you explore and uh, find stuff, uh, check this out. If you like boss battles in games, check this out. It uh it. It has good combat as you progress through it, but the bosses really do have their own visual styles, person not personalities, but like characteristics and um, interesting attack patterns, and uh, feel like a, a good challenge without be feeling like you know I'm gonna rip my hair out of my head. Um, yeah, if you're a fan of uh, like older Zeldas from the past, you kind of brought that up, but uh, you might dig this because it kind of reminds me of that, uh, and then it has progression as well, which is pretty cool and. Uh, you know, some evolution to the combat as you get new abilities like the fireball and whatever comes after that. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. It's pretty straightforward. If you're mm. on the top down action games, you're not going to be into this. So, yeah. Um, anything else? Mm-mm. All right, go ahead and grade it. Uh, you know, my, my personal interests aside, I, I don't actually have any issues with the game. So, um, I'm going to give it a strong B plus. I do think um, is well made. Um, I would go a little higher if it was able to grab my attention uh, and make me want to play it more. But um, because it didn't, um, I'm going to keep it. I think it at a B plus. So yeah, I'm going to give it a light B plus. So still a B plus, but I, I kind of wanted to give it a B because I think it's like it's good and I like it, but. Um, I don't love it, but I can see myself come back and playing it. I think it does have a lot of character and um, the visual style has has a thing going on with it that I like. It's really minimal, but um, also cool looking. So I'll give it a light B plus. It's definitely definitely cool and definitely a game that if you are into these types of games, I would would recommend it to you. It's not even like one where I'd be like, eh, if you don't got anything else, play play this. I'd be like, no, you just check that out. Death Store is really like cool if you're into that kind of game so um yeah easy light b plus anything else 
Let us know in the comments what you guys think of Death's Door. Uh, did you like it? Did you not like it? If you didn't like it, why didn't you like it? If you did like it, what'd you like about it? Uh, what are other games like this that you're a fan of that you might want to recommend? And uh, what kind of... Is this a game that uh, I should jump back into and keep playing? Or could I take it or leave it? Because... Um, um, yeah, I don't know what's coming up. Don't don't spoil anything though. But be like, you know, there's stuff there's stuff you got to check out for sure as you keep playing it. Let me know because uh, yeah, I'm kind of indifferent when it comes to playing it, but I enjoy myself. So let me know what you're thinking about when it comes to Death's Door in the comments below. Okay, and the last game we played in August was Dreams, and I hesitate to say game. I guess I mean you can play games on it, but uh, it's more so a creative tool slash experience uh software um where you're able to make your wildest dreams you can uh, uh make music you can make movies you can make um uh, games you can make um really anything within the confines of what this engine allows um it has tools to uh you know make everything to your heart's content outside of um you know, there's some limitations on how much you can make because of memory issues. But um, yeah, and then you're able to put those online. People are able to interact with those things. Uh, if you allow it, people can take your uh, assets and use them. Uh, and I mean that not just like as in your game or your level that you built, but you could just sit there and make like a character. You can just design a character. And you can design like animations for that or give it to somebody else and they can make animations for it. So it's this... um really interesting um, community tool for making things. Um, when you go online to find what people have made, you find a lot of things from uh, little movies people have made to just some interactive visual things you can kind of check out to full-on games um, and all sorts of stuff. It has a library of um, um, you know content people have made, whether it's assets or um, interactive things. Um, and you can also check out what's trending, uh, what's popular, um, what's the most, you know, downloaded ones of all time, all sorts of stuff to kind of filter, uh, what you're looking for specifically. We both interacted with dreams, uh, in August and I think you're doing impressions next. So, uh, what'd you do in dreams? Um, so I didn't make anything. We kind of brought this up multiple times throughout the month, but, uh, to make something would take a lot of, of time. So um, did not do that. I mostly just checked out other people's stuff. For the record, when the game first came out, I did mess around with the creative tools. So I have a little bit of knowledge of it already, but I also just uh, checked out what people had made so far because mm -hmm. it's been so long since I last uh, messed around with dreams that I wanted to kind of see what people are bringing to the table now that they've had time to you know, get used to mm -hmm. how the tools work. So anyway. Yeah, so um, I I checked out a pretty decent amount of, of, of uh, projects. Uh, one of the first ones I checked out was a uh, Sonic Adventure style game that... Uh, I wonder if it's the same one I checked out. Because there's a couple Sonic games. Well, it was like the highest rated one, so probably. Yeah. Um, and it is freakishly Sonic. So yeah. um, I the only complaint I have is the controls are crazy sensitive <laughs> uh but other than that it's a 3d sonic game where you have to 
you know, get enough resources to basically unlock the next level and you just kind of keep going. The music's there. The, the character models are all there and that's, uh, you know, Sonic and tails and, and even tails is, um, you know, airplane and all that stuff. So, um, pretty crazy. I, if it wasn't for the fact that it was like a, uh, what do they call that? When you can make someone else's stuff because it's, uh, it's like a creative license thing. I, I can't remember, uh, because it's not being sold basically. Uh, cause at first I was like, so they just made Sonic and it gets to stay up here, but it, it's there and it looks Nintendo, like well. Nintendo takes down shit all the time. Yeah. that people are making just for fun. So um, I'm really surprised that Sega allows it because even in the beginning, I think we're talking about the exact same experience because I, I tried that one too. Um, and you guys will see footage of that because uh, I, I have it. Um, in the very beginning, it's it has the Sega sign, but right above it, it says Sonic's owned by Sega. It just says Sonic's owned by, and then it says Sega. Yeah. <laughs> so like right in the beginning, there's like letting you know, like I don't, I don't own Sonic. Um, but it was probably one of two of the more impressive um, games that I, I tried. He had like there. a slight bit of jank because this wasn't built from the ground up in like an engine meant for Sonic. But I was really impressed with not only that did it look like a Sonic game, it had the same mechanics and controls. Uh, they were sensitive, but like it still felt like Sonic, mm-hmm. which was weird. And like it had levels. Like, I had, like, a hub area, and then they had levels, and I was just like, this guy could just make Sonic. Yeah. Like, why doesn't Sega just <laughs> give it to him? I mean, they did that once. You know, they let someone else make Sonic. So. Yeah, and it was the one of the only good Sonics in recent memory. So, Sega just needs to stop making Sonic and let other people make it. Apparently. Because this dude just made it for free. <laughs> well, out of passion, but yes, free. Made it for free. Um. So yeah, I played that. Um, super impressive. I wish I would have uh, tried remembering the names of these projects and who made them. But uh, if you have Dreams installed, you know, I would recommend checking that one out. It's uh, it's pretty impressive. I played a first-person shooter. I can't remember the name of it, but you go through a bunch of um, stages fighting. It's like robots and stuff like that, basically. Hmm. Um, and that was also really well made. The shooting mechanics were a little wonky because obviously, um, again, the engine is like, you know, made to do everything. And, uh, you know, the tools are meant to be able to be used via controller. So it's interesting, too, because you'll see like character animations and like a John Wick experience I watched had like full on choreographed fight scene in it. And they're these people aren't using mocap technology, so they're doing it like old school style mm-hmm. where you have to actually animate it. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's that's kind of where you get start seeing a little bit of that jank because they're hand making animations. But at the same time and like in first person shooters, um, it's it's meant for everything mm-hmm. that people can even make like like I downloaded. Uh, there are so many of them. I downloaded one of many uh, Call of Duty Zombies clones yes yeah, this, a lot of this them. one was in uh mario's peach's castle or whatever i think i saw that one yeah and uh it it feels very like it would be unacceptable as like a 60 dollar not graphically but just like control wise a 60 dollar game because it didn't feel that good but i was even though it was kind of janky very impressed that like 
it was a functioning shooter that I was getting better at. Yeah. Because like I could like aim down sights and like shoot from the hip and run around and it had like, you know, a bunch of different guns in it from Call of Duty, mm-hmm. which was really weird. Um yeah. Yeah, this game was I, I had a pretty similar feel about it. It had four weapons. Um you started off with like, you know, machine gun style weapon and then you got um I don't remember the order per se, but there was a rocket launcher you could get. There was a um, sniper style weapon. I don't think it was actually a sniper rifle. I think it was just like a single shot rifle. And then there was a pistol. And uh, they all functioned differently and and interacted with the enemies differently and stuff. So it was was pretty interesting to see the amount of work uh, that was put into that. just some quick mentions for games I tried. I, I looked into you know some of my own personal interests to see what kind of projects people had made for those. So um, I checked out two or three Bleach games. They were all not finished. I'll just say that. Um, though it was uh, hilarious watching uh, Ichigo run around uh, as if he was borderline flying on the ground. Uh, I don't know. It was... <laughs> not polished to say the least uh i did play uh, a one piece game and it only let you do one attack um and the enemies uh didn't really respond to it they just kind of disappeared when they got hit so it's <laughs> also kind of jank and then it's interesting people release things unfinished as well uh while they're still working on the project so yeah. you can like see what they're doing without it and like some of them i played like one was like ultra realistic shooter and like you start and you're like walking down a rainy street and I was like, Oh, this actually looks really good, but you couldn't shoot and there's nothing there. Yeah. And it's like, we're still working on this. We're yeah, progress. Yeah. I was Even like, that Sonic game says that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, yeah. And I'm not throwing any shade or anything. They're doing way more than I'm doing. So sure. Um, and then I checked out a random hollow live fan game in there where you ran around as one of the talents. Uh, on a floating island fighting monsters, which was really weird. Uh, but it kind of had like a Zelda-esque vibe going on with it. The way like you swung your sword and stuff. Uh, outside of that, I did two just like... One was like a, a statue I could check out. And the other was like a scene where like I couldn't move the camera. So like it was just meant to be uh, um, a scene in motion or whatever. Uh, which I believe was like a Japanese castle. You could change the time of day so you can get like different lighting and stuff like that. But hmm. um, you couldn't move the camera. And then with the statue, it was um, Ichigo's sword from Bleach. Uh, and you could kind of like check it out. And like uh, it was on like a, its own little stand. And stuff. So it was like, like resting on rocks basically. Um, that one was really well made uh, and had really neat lighting to kind of make it a little more like artistic looking or whatever. Um, and then I think that was pretty much all I checked out this time. I, I did kind of look for some, um, movies, but I think I was getting kind of tired and I I just kind of called it a night. So, but yeah, that's, uh, what I checked out as far as like impressions go. I mean, any creative tool, uh, like this, um, I think it's just amazing, uh, to be able to let people just kind of do, whatever comes to their mind, regardless of the quality of it or not. Um, I, I think this kind of stuff is just amazing. Cause you can kind of see like in people's heads a little bit and uh, the ideas that they have and, and didn't have a way to convey them until something like this existed. So um, really cool. I, I will say it 
I've said it before. I'll say it again. Like, uh, if you don't have dreams and you didn't download it, you should get it and check it out. It's a very cool, um, suite. So yeah, I feel like anyone could get something out of this, whether you want to make things and not even specifically like me, like I don't make games. You don't got to make games. Uh, you can just make whatever you can make sound effects. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You can literally record sound effects yeah. and put those as assets for the, like, it's just a community of, of assets and, um, kind of, a um, an amalgamation of different creators, all putting efforts in to make more things. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's an ecosystem of creativity. So uh, it's also interesting to play this game because, uh, it's always weird calling it a game too. Uh, but I, I just, you know, for the ease of talking about it, just call it a game. But, um, there's been other attempts at games like this before. Uh, the one that I always think about, uh, that I thought back then was a, a, a decent enough attempt. I, I, they wanted to do what this game did. Um, and I figure somebody's going to make something better than this at some point, but this is the best that somebody's been able to do with this. But, uh, Xbox had something called project spark at one point and, uh, people were able to make things and you could download them and play them. And, uh, a long time ago on this channel, I went through and like kind of sampled a bunch of people's projects. Maybe I should do that again with uh, dreams, but, um, and, uh, it was always neat to see what they could do, but you could definitely see the limitations of project spark. Um, with a lot of the projects because a lot of the projects are feeling kind of samey. I don't run to the same thing with this outside of everything has a fuzzy look to it because all the objects you make in dreams have like this, like cloudy fuzzy look to the textures. Everything does. So, um, that's the one thing I always kind of notice between all the projects that feels the same Other than that though. It's really crazy what people can do with this. Um, it does really allow people to do a lot of stuff. So, yeah, really interesting. Yeah. You have anything else to say? What about the experience of using Dreams? Do you think it's good? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I don't even know how you would do it differently because it just lets you do so much. So uh, it's easy enough to understand. And they do a good job of doing a tutorial, which I had to do again this time for some reason because I don't know if it's because I'm playing on PS5 instead of PS4 now, but... Yeah, I had to run game. through like the basics of being able to use dreams, but not like the creative tools. Yeah. It just showed me how to use the cursor. pretty much. Yeah. And you had to pick out like, but they recognized that I, I was like a founder basically. Cause mm-hmm. it gave me like, you know, the, the snow the special guy, one, the yeah. frost guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mostly I was asking outside of the creative tools, but like the, the experience of dreams is nice because, it feels like you're kind of surfing through YouTube, uh, but oh, for creative yeah. projects, and it's really impressive how quickly they load. Um, that was something with Project Spark. It didn't take a long time because it's all within its engine. So basically, when you're making something in this engine, you know, with ones and zeros and whatever information it's using, it's just essentially putting that on a script, I assume, and then just offering it to whoever and it's rebuilding that in the engine. I don't know how it works exactly, but um, this is really fast. There's not like a a whole lot of investment in like, okay, I got to download this and to try it out. Like it just kind of, it it goes to like a, well, yeah, but it's like on the internet. So like, you know, however they're conveying this information, which I assume is just code because you already have all the, you know, all the engines abilities, uh, installed. Um, it's very fast. And so I think that's key. It's, it's really cool to just be like, Oh, what is that? I want to check this out. And you can just, uh, instantly, 
start it up and you know there's a quick load screen that kind of fades in and out also i like the seamlessness of how you can fade in and out of experiences like dreams so it's kind of cool but uh yeah i'm really happy with the the interface of dreams because it's kind of hard to talk about this without talking about what people have created the content they've made made you know what is dreams uh you know as you know look around for things it's it's made really well um and the creative tools are good too, but I haven't used those in a while. But I remember them being pretty intuitive. It's kind of amazing you can make these things with a controller. Um, so they've done a great job with that. Um, okay, so the things I did here, I did the Call of Duty thing. It was kind of interesting. A lot of the guns from uh, Zombies was in there. Um, the map was definitely unfinished, but uh, watching the zombies uh, spawn and come at you and then having the exact sound effects from zombies so i'm wondering if activision knows about this was uh was really interesting is is it was impressive in a janky way um surprisingly uh it was a pretty viable fps even though i felt a little loose uh i was still impressed with it so that was pretty cool i played a saints row uh style game where you're in a small town it's a very small town but it's a town with cars driving around and people walk around uh, I was kind of blown away by that, even though you can see the cars spawn in and out out of nowhere. Um, obviously a limitation of the engine, but uh, yeah, it had like missions where you like had to walk up and uh, it would send you off to do a crime like uh, go steal the cop car. I had to walk down the street, grab the cop car and drive it into the bushes. As soon as you touch it, co- cops are chasing after you and there's guns, bazookas, all sorts of stuff. And then uh, it had, um, I think it's called insurance fraud in saints row Mm. um it had that where you could just stay on the street and try to accrue as much points as possible so it was definitely somebody's attempt at saints row and it's definitely a saints row one and two style saints row which are the best ones um in my opinion uh so that was actually it was super janky and you guys hopefully will see it in the um in the gameplay here but uh uh super janky but i was also very impressed somebody made it so because you could tell they're dreaming big and they're trying to trying to make something that you wouldn't expect from from something like this. Uh, I played the Sonic game. I was actually impressed with that. And that felt like almost a legit Sonic game. I was like, well, I can't say I could just make a game like this. Um, they used to. Uh, I watched a John Wick short, which was uh, somebody, it wasn't It wasn't a game. You just watch it. Um, it was like a minute long and it's uh, it'll be here. Um, but uh yeah, he just fights a bunch of dudes with knives in like a store and uh, is very impressive, especially because I assume nobody was using a mocap suit. So uh, it's crazy. Somebody choreographed that with a controller. So very cool. Um, I played a Jedi game. Uh, that was very dramatic. Um, the animations were better than what I could do, but interesting. And I fell through i think I, I walked into water or something i don't remember but like i fell through the map at that point i quit out but uh that was that was interesting that was kind of cool that somebody even did that um you can tell a lot of people are just like you know they're like hmm, what am i gonna do well, i like star wars i'll make a star wars game and so like you know it's like an unofficial star wars game but it's still like obviously they're trying to make a jedi with a lightsaber and enemies from star wars so it's kind of neat that uh, just like you were looking at bleach stuff. I didn't even think to look up anything personal that I was into. I should go back on there and look up things. I, you know, see if there's like a Metal Gear Solid attempt or something mm-hmm. or Berserk or something. But uh, 
yeah, the, the Jedi one was interesting. There was a very, very well made. I don't know if it's made by Medium Molecule or not, but it was like a train game um, where you're a toy train on a toy train track and you do a lot of you use uh, the triggers to drive forward and backward and then you use I forgot what button some other button on your controller to there's uh, splits in the track where you can mm. switch it mm. and you have to go back and forth and like you have to use the magnets on the toy train to attach to cargo and then get it damn the thunder's going crazy um you have to take it to the end as fast as possible there's like a time and it'll like give you uh gold silver or uh, bronze or whatever so there's almost like replayability there where you're like i want to get all the best mm -hmm. scores it, it felt like a game game it felt like complete so uh that was really impressive simple and uh kind of fun i was like this is this is a neat little idea and it was like realized they didn't feel like they were kind of dabbling on like well can you do this in dreams i felt like somebody knew exactly what they could do with dreams and they made this so i wouldn't be surprised if it was media, media molecule if it wasn't whoever made it did a very good job um i feel bad talking about people's projects and not dropping their names so uh definitely hop on dreams and look these up um these all the ones i played i was i wanted to know what the biggest bangers on dreams were so i looked up uh top trending uh in the last week and of all time. And so I played all those. So if you're looking for any of these that I'm talking about, just do that. You'll find them pretty quickly because these are all really popular. Uh, played basically a tech demo. I already talked about it's like a first person uh, shooter where you walk through a, a little neighborhood. It was very well made, but there was nothing to interact with. And then there's something else I did. There's one where like I was walking down a road and there's cars and stuff and dudes coming out shooting at me. I'd shoot back at them. That was kind of neat. And then I feel like there was a last thing that I interacted with. But I can't remember. So hopefully it's in the footage over here. But overall, um, regardless of the quality of the projects that I interacted with, I loved seeing all of them. Every single one of them. Uh, even one that I looked at was like unfinished. Like I loaded it up and like they had basically been building like a map. Like I walked through and that was it. But I loved that too because it was neat to see somebody was working on this actively. Um, I'm somebody who likes to make things. I love seeing other people make things and Dreams is like just that. Um, so uh, it's really cool to see that. And it's really cool to see um, an engine that they've built that seems to be simple enough for people to grasp and, and really get into. People, The hardcore are going to do it. But it, I've used it before, and it is simple enough to understand. Um, and so they did a great job, especially when you think about that's not on a mouse and keyboard, that it's a controller that's doing all this. Um, it's really impressive, even though you are using uh, basically a pointer with uh, with the controller. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of really cool options, too. You can use, like, the analogs. There's an option to use the, um, I forgot what they're called, but the wands, wands yeah. which I have. I should have tried that, maybe. That yeah. might be kind of cool to move controllers. Yeah. And then uh, the way I, I do it is I use the, the motion um, controls on the controller because it feels really good. Um, but yeah, it's it's really neat that they even have this. Um, I'd like to know if it's doing well enough. I hope it is because a project like this, I would hate to see not do well because of like some people need like structure. They need like when they buy something or get into something, they need to know exactly what they're getting into. And this is like a pure creative tool. And I know a lot of people want to make things and hopefully this can give people that potential if they want to dabble into it. But for sure, some people without, you know, 
guidance or a specific task that they're thinking about might not be interested in picking this up because they might feel like they don't know what they're going to do with it. You know, they, they don't feel inspired. Maybe they feel, um, overwhelmed with having to learn how to do, uh, it. Um, but even interacting with people's stuff is really neat, but I don't know if it'd be enough for everybody, but for someone like me and you definitely appreciate as well. Um, it's really neat. I'm glad I bought it when it came out because I want them to get my money and then coming back to a, a through PlayStation plus has been really cool too. Cause there's been enough time now to see what people have been doing with it. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. Um, I hope, uh, they're able to support this for a while. And I hope, uh, the community, I hope there's a community. I hope there's like a big community for this. Cause I really feel like there's so much potential with dreams and, uh, I don't know if they could just expand on it or make a dreams too, but, um, I really love what they're doing with it. I think they did a great job. And I think this is the best attempt at putting creative tools in people's hands in a, uh, simple to get into and, uh, hard to master way. It's a really, really good tool and super impressive. So yeah, I really like dreams. It's, it's fun. Great. I loved it when it came out and I, I, you know, even checking out what people are doing now, really cool to see. So yeah. Yeah. Anything else? All right, let's recommend it. Um, if you like creating things at all, I would recommend it to you. If you like painting, if you like the idea of making movies, if you want to get into making games, um, if you like making characters, maybe you don't want to make characters. Maybe you just like the idea of like animating things. Um, if you like, if you're an audio engineer, maybe um, if you like making anything, anything, um, I would recommend this to you. It's really neat. Um, if you're interested in player made content, at all in any way, any capacity, I'd recommend this to you. Um, this is like base level indie at this point. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if they they had some kind of program. I don't remember what it was though when this game first came out. But I don't remember. I don't want to. I don't want to guess because I don't want people getting the wrong idea. But I think they had some kind of incentive to trying to. I think you own whatever you make i don't remember i don't want i don't want to speculate anyway it's, it's really neat if you're into any kind of creative thing whether you're making or somebody else is making it i would recommend this to you it is uh one of the best examples of it uh as um software on a console so it's really cool um if you like playing things video games like random little like mini games and stuff i would recommend this to you as well because you're going to be able to find some interesting things to play um and because these are little projects that are being, you know, born out of the, you know, somebody just tinkering around until it turns into something, you're going to run into some interesting experiences that you're not going to get from uh, AAA for sure. But even indie games, because indie games are tr- trying to make a full game to sell you. These people are just kind of like making little experiences and you might get a experience out of it that you wouldn't get somewhere else like that toy train thing that I played. I was like, this is kind of neat. I don't know if I'd ever buy this. You have to add a little bit more to it if you wanted to make it like a sellable game, but it's very close to something that I think you could sell to people. So um, there's a lot of really cool stuff there. So yeah, if you like creative stuff, whether you're making it or other people are making it, check out dreams. That's my recommendation. I think that pretty much is the recommendation. So yeah, you want impressions first? Uh huh. What am I going to grade this? <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a light a, um, and the reason I'm giving an A is not 
the specific a lot of times when I give something an A, it's because it resonated with me. Whether it's the gameplay is fantastic, great, it's the best in class, it's uh, the story is fantastic, all that kind of stuff. This game is none of that. It's what it offers is really unique, and it's awesome to see that kind of tool being put in everybody's hands who wants to get this, especially now on PlayStation Plus. Um, and the really cool stuff people are making with it. Uh, and it also goes above and beyond in a lot of ways of like prior things like Project Spark that were like pretty neat. It's like a like a early version of this, but that this even allows you to make like sound effects, music, uh, just assets in general as a community is such a good idea that it's really hard for me to want to create it anywhere low. I almost wanted to get, like, I almost gave it A minus. I'm like, why, why the minus? The only reason I'm not giving it A plus, even though in this genre of very, very small genre of games, it is the best one. But um, I feel like there's things that could be improved for sure on it. But uh, as for what it is and what it offers and how awesome I think that is as somebody who likes to make things myself, um, it's, it's unmatched. So yeah, it's, it's an A in my opinion. So, I mean, I'm going to echo the A uh, for basically all the same reasons you uh, you said, um, and I do want to leave some room for improvement because I would love to see them expand upon or create a new uh, uh, tool for people to use. But um, I just think it is very important uh, to have creative tools out there for people to use um, and express themselves and create create things because even if they can't make like something crazy within this it may inspire them to move on and make you know maybe the next crazy game you play and love sure i could see somebody working on this and then hopping over to making an indie game yeah or you know they become you know like you said uh an audio engineer and and they're coming up with these crazy like you know little things that that you know tickle your ears while you're playing a game basically and stuff like Mm -hmm. so um i don't know i i think it's, it's super important also because a lot of programs in general that allow you to create stuff um, have expensive barriers to entry and then tons of paywalls to get more features. This is not like that at all. So um, you obviously have to buy it. Or in this case, you got it with PlayStation Plus, but that's that's the barrier entry. That is what it is. Um, you're not going to be asked to buy, uh, what are they called, VSTs and, uh, you know, paint swatches and you know all this other you know crap that you know creative tools like to you know and they gotta make money don't get me wrong but um that's a lot you know especially if you're unsure if you're even interested so uh yeah i i think they they did a really good thing and i hope they keep doing that kind of stuff so yeah yeah uh overall dreams really cool and we both like it. Uh, let's know in the comments. What do you guys think about dreams? Um, have you used it? What did you do? Uh, did you make anything? And what specifically did you make? Maybe you have a project you want to shout out in the comments. Let us know. I'll check it out if you do. Sure. Um, and uh, just, you know, let me know how to find it. And uh, if you did, uh, if you kind of checked out other people's dreams, what did you check out? What did you like? Is there one you want to shout out that I can check out as well? Because there's so much on there. It's like hard. Like I was just like, okay, I'm going to try this one. I'm going to try this one. There's a lot of Call of Duty zombies here, but uh, I'm not going to play all those, but I'm sure they're all great. And uh, yeah, what did you think of dreams in the comments below? And if there's another uh software out there like this that allows you to create things and share them 
let me know shout that out i'd like to check that as well because i think these things are always really neat even project spark rest in peace uh was neat when it came out even though i'm very limited compared to this um but yeah i think it's gonna do it for this episode of plus club for august as always thank you for watching make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode make sure to check out our other episodes check us out on our socials and streams link down below check us out on our discord link down below you can talk to us anytime all the time we're on itunes spotify and the podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form and we have a patreon if you'd like to support the channel more than liking commenting sharing and subscribing if you're brand new also i have shorts here on youtube and the longer forms of the shorts on tiktok link down below if you'd like to check that out and yeah, I've been Seth. Thank you, Chevy, for joining me for this Plus Club. I'll see you soon for Game of the Month, where we will be talking about Outriders. We played it. We beat it. Chevy beat it. I already beat it before, but Chevy has finished the game. So uh, we'll be having a full discussion on the game. And yeah, thanks for joining us for this conversation. And uh, until the next episode, have a good one, guys, and take it easy.